What's going on, listener? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to catch me, Irvin, doing a solo episode, bringing you some nerd news of the week. Well, technically the month, because that's how long it's been. It's been over a month since we've done this. How could I? How could I do this to you guys? But no sweat, I'll catch you up on the nerd universe and what's going on, with a couple of rumors sprinkled in the mix, not just straight up news. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, coworkers, boyfriends, girlfriends, your dog if they have an Apple product, drop that five star, steal their phones, do it, help us out, help us grow our viewership. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, and thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore! Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back, all of my nerdy, nostalgic amigos, my friends, mi amici. Como estai, tutti amici? Como están, mis amigos? How are y'all, my friends? Man, it's been a bit since I've done a solo episode like this. It's been at least a full month since I did the Queen's Gambit review on, I think that was like November 2nd or something like that. But even then, before that, I didn't do a Nerd News of the Week or a solo Nerd News episode until like October 19th or something like that. So almost six weeks for that. So that six weeks worth of stuff, even though it's been kind of, you know, a little slow, a little lackluster in that department, we've been trying to, you know, search Google and go to our typical sources to find the best and, you know, latest that's going on. So in this episode, we're going to do all of that. We're going to have a couple rumors in there because rumors are just the best. Let's let's go down that rabbit hole together, y'all. But, of course, it'll predominantly be nerd news. All right. On that note, let's get uh, let's get to it, guys. Let's start off with a little anime. Little Demon Slayer gets a release date. Exciting! Demon Slayer Mugen Train gets an English release date. So it's already hit the streets in Japan, and evidently it is dope. Only reason I know that is it's breaking some records out there. Even with COVID, it's still that's how successful this show is. And if you've never checked it out, highly recommend it. But according to HITC.com, the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie is set to release outside of Japan for a fan screening in January 2021, with general screening in February 2021. Aniplex of America has officially licensed the movie and said they would release the film theatrically in North America in 2021. On October 16th, GSC Cinemas announced on Twitter that fan screening would happen on December 5th. 2020 and January 23rd, 2021, with general screening scheduled for February 4th, 2021. So those are the dates. All my Demon Slayer fans out there, all my anime fans, that's what we have to look forward to. I personally don't know if I'm going to head out to the movie theater to watch it. I have yet to go to the movie theater during the pandemic, but you know, maybe, maybe I'll give it a go because I fucking love Demon Slayer. Moving on with the nerd news, aliens are coming to Marvel. Well, sort of. Marvel announced back in July that it had the Aliens and Predator licenses via the Disney-purchased Fox. This is after decades of it being over at Dark Horse. Well, recently Marvel announced that coming in January 2021, we would be getting Aliens as some variant covers of several different 
ongoing series and stories that are happening right now. Perhaps down the pipe we'll get some Aliens versus Marvel story, but for now I think we're going to have to settle for these variants. Now, I saw most of these variants, and honestly, most of them are shit in my opinion. The only four that are dope are the Thor one, where he's smashing a xenomorph on the head with this hammer. It's fucking gnarly. Wolverine yelling in a xenomorph's face, gushing it with his claws. Super sick. Black Panther stabbing a xenomorph. And then a very classic cover, which I am dying to get. Xenomorph, mouth, just open, spit everywhere. And then on the flip side, you have Venom with his mouth open, teeth you know, just glaring and his tongue sticking out, saliva everywhere, super, super dope. They're both like head on. That's going to be a fucking classic cover. So I absolutely dig that one. So yeah, we're going to get these variant covers from them. I'm hoping down the pipe that maybe we'll see a little Aliens versus Predator. Sorry, Aliens versus the Marvel Universe. I think that would be a super cool story that they could definitely pull into. And of course, there are the Batman versus uh, uh, Predators that are out there too. So maybe down the pipe, we'll see some Predator mixed in to uh, to all of that, you know. Continuing on with some more news here, and this is going to be a, a shout out to Cosmic Comic History. Find them on Instagram for the latest and greatest facts, uh, nerd superhero facts. They constantly post different things. They uh, they were the ones who reached out to me and told me about this. They were the one who gave me the lead. And for all of the fans out there, please feel free to give me leads. If you come across something, I probably have already seen it, but it doesn't fucking hurt to double check. And I love just chatting with you guys. So slide in them DMs, mis amigos, my bro chachos, my friends. Seriously, I love chatting with you guys in the DMs. I'm part of so many groups and it's it's absolutely the best. The comic community is amazing. All right, I digress. Red X is finally coming to some DC pages. So again, shout out to Cosmic Comic History for making me aware of this. Red X is finally coming to DC Comics, originally created on the Teen Titans animated series. The original version, not the remake, remember that. Red X will be making his slash her DC Comics debut on an upcoming two-month future state event that has just recently debuted. So come January, that's when everything is going to start coming out. So Red X was a fan favorite amongst the fans of the animated series. A cool look, suit, had all the gadgets of an appealing anti-hero. And this also gave uh, viewers of just how dangerous Robin could really become. So I'd be curious if that's going to be tied into it, if it's going to be part of the Bat family. So super curious, excited for that DC character. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it, so definitely pumped for that. Switching gears back over to Marvel. Marvel. It's a wrap, man. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has officially finished rapping, filming. They rapped. They didn't fucking rap rap, but like, you know, they finished filming. (laughs) Director Destin Daniel Creighton, Creighton? I don't know, however the fuck you pronounce your name, announced that the upcoming movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, is officially rap production. Currently, the movie is slated for a 7-9-21 release date. I have high hopes for this movie to kind of break the current Marvel formula that they kind of got going on. I'm hoping that this is a film that is sort of kind of like Asian flicks, like a Bruce Lee type movie. I think that has so much potential and you can bring in a greater audience, a greater culturally diverse group into the mix if it's done properly. If it's not whitewashed, you know, if you get the right actors, which I think this is going to. 
And based off of a lot of rumors, I think that this is uh, kind of the direction that they're heading. They're really wanting to appeal to the masses and get all of the uh, diversity that they can as far as their audience is concerned. So that's pretty exciting news. Now let's switch over to a rumor that I came across. According to Small Screen, Michael Keaton has signed on with HBO Max for a Batman Beyond series. Now we know that Michael Keaton has already signed on to return as Batman in the Flash movie alongside some other Batmen. But now rumors are stating that he signed a deal with HBO to star as Bruce Wayne in a future series. Small Screen was able to directly quote three of its sources that are directly related to the project or have an inside scoop. The first source said, Michael Keaton has already signed on to return as Batman in the Flash movie and he's just signed a deal with HBO that'll see him play Bruce Wayne in a future series. The second source is quoted to say, We're all very excited over here. Keaton signed on to star in a new Batman series with HBO Max. The word is that it's going to be a Batman Beyond series. And finally, Michael Keaton has signed a deal with HBO Max to star as Bruce Wayne in a Batman series, which will be based on Batman Beyond. So they're all pretty much saying the same thing. If the rumor is true, I mean, that will be a hugely fucking popular show. Now, for my fans, you'll remember that I have been saying that HBO and DC, and specifically DC is coming over to HBO to really ramp up their stuff, to really ramp up their fan base and make some corrections along the line, especially with this Flash movie. I think this is what's going to be able to save them. And even before then, maybe the Snyder Cut will be able to save the future of DC, the DCEU. But regardless, HBO always does high quality productions, so I think it's a smart move on DC's part to partner with them. Continuing on with some rumors, Dakri Montgomery to play the next Wolverine. We have the next Wolverine, or do we? Everyone's talking about Iser Isaac as Moon Knight, and I'm over here more concerned about Dakri Montgomery reposted the amazing Boss Logic photo. Go to our Instagram page to look at it from 2018 of him as Wolverine. The Stranger Things actor, Dakri Montgomery, reignited rumors that he will play Wolverine in the MCU by seemingly posting and deleting, this is the big part, the boss logic art. According to MovieWeb, Dakri briefly posted a picture on his Instagram story of boss logic art that has been proven to pan out in the past of him smoking a cigar while drawn up as Wolverine. Now, Mr. Montgomery has been thrown out there. His name has been thrown out as the successor to Hugh Jackman, which I think is a fucking... Big shoe to follow, big act to follow. I mean, that was like two decades of him being that character. Everybody associates Wolverine and Hugh Jackman now. But I digress, we'll see. He's a great actor, I like him. It's just, I think it's a hard act to follow. Hashtag Jared Leto and Heath Ledger Joker. Hmm. Personally, I think that a cooler approach would be to use Daphne Keene as the all-new Wolverine X-23 for the movies. Um, Especially since she's maturing, she's right around 15. By the time the X-Men movies start to show up, she would be anywhere between 17 to 20 years old, and you're securing her for the future. You could get a good solid decade, if not longer, of her playing this character. So, that's personally what I would do. It would give the fans a break from the male version, and they wouldn't necessarily associate it with that and compare apples, you know, oranges and apples, so... Just my little two cents out there, you know, guys. Just my little two cents, Marvel. But you can do what you want. You can do what you want. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's just my two cents, guys. Uh, moving on. This kind of came and went. The PS5 was going to be in stock on launch day. At uh, This is how long it's been. It was going to be in stock at Target. 
it fucking sold out. There's a such a big fucking scalping going on with people just ripping others off, buying one for five hundred dollars and then fucking slang it out for fifteen hundred. I understand, you know, making a profit, like if you're able to get it, like, but literally tripling the value, that's just you're fucking somebody at that point. And if you're being allowed to get rammed up the ass like that, by all means, fucking take it then, you bitch. I mean, and also if you have the money, fucking do it. Do your thing. But I just, I can't stand scalpers it to that level. Like, I understand. Make a profit, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever. You know, you put time, effort into that pursuit of uh, of the PlayStation 5. But yeah, anyways, we'll, we're going to lightly touch on that. That's it. That came and went on 11-12. They're going to restock, guys. Just have a little fucking patience. We'll all be able to game here together pretty soon. I probably won't get one until, I don't know, quarter two, quarter three maybe of next year. So roughly a year away or so. Oh, man. Okay, so this next one, this one kind of hit hard. Um, legendary actor Sean Connery passed away at the age of 90. The Scottish actor's death was confirmed by his family. Reports were stating that he died in his sleep at his house in the Bahamas. Not a bad way to go, man. Not a bad way to go at all. He was a highly decorated and famed actor and international star, having earned an Academy Award and multiple Golden Globes. Along with those, he also won the Cecil B. DeMille and Henrietta Awards, as well as two British Academy Film Awards. Man, may he rest in peace. James Bond, man. A legend, just an absolute legend of an actor. So I hope he, uh, I hope his family is, you know, calm now and, and tranquil and can at least have all this film of him and kind of see him develop as a person throughout life. But yeah, may, uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, what a legend, you know, 90 in your sleep in the Bahamas. Not, not a bad way to fucking go out, to be honest with you. Shifting gears and kind of the tone here. Umbrella Academy Season 3 production starts February 2021. So there's some good news. According to the Instagram page, at Umbrella A-A-C-A-D, Season 3 starts production in February of 2021. Who else is pumped about this? I absolutely love Umbrella Academy. I personally think that Netflix needs to stagger or kind of break up the episodes. If you're doing 10 episodes, break that shit up into threes. 334 or a 33 final one. What ends up happening with this show is that people talk about it for a weekend and then it disappears and you know gets lost in the zeitgeist in the nerd universe because we have so many other awesome shows, movies, books that fucking come out. So yeah, I personally think they need to stagger it. I think in sets of threes or fours, just depending how many episodes you're doing, you know. Regardless, I am excited. I love that show. I have a 9.6 umbrella academy free comic book day slab so i really dig the show man continuing on with some positive news here rogue one spinoff show to start filming a video was shared on twitter of diego luna speaking in espanol to his fans that he is about to start filming for the disney plus rogue one spinoff series that will star mr luna as cassian andor luna can be seen filming from inside a gym as he tells fans that he is in London to film the series. The Rogue One spinoff is set to have a darker and more mature feel, having been described as a spy thriller previously. However, no date when it's supposed to come out on Disney+, Plus, uh, but definitely a positive that he's on-site filming, right? Truth be told, I'm very excited for this because 
I liked that character and I liked Rogue One. I think Rogue One is easily one of the best Star Wars movies out there. Very underrated. Could have used more lightsabers, could have used a little bit more Darth Vader, but aside from that, solid fucking story. If you've never seen it, and I doubt you haven't, but if you haven't, go check it out. Definitely a great movie to watch. All right, continuing on here, we have kind of a rumor of sorts here. This one's a little bit strange. Constantine 2 is happening according to Peter Stormare, who played Lucifer in the original Constantine movie. You can find this full article online at ScreenRant.com, but Constantine 2, a follow-up to the 2005 movie starring Keanu Reeves, Keanu, Utah, is in works according to Peter Stormare, who played Lucifer in that film. He has posted an image of himself as Lucifer and Constantine on Instagram with the accompanying caption, Sequel in the works. Now, there have been hints in recent months that DC and WB might be considering making Constantine 2 with a video released at DC Fandom seeming to confirm the original movie is part of the DC multiverse alongside other properties like Watchmen. How fucking cool would it be to have Constantine and Watchmen both mix into like the Justice League world. Oh, that would be fucking great. I think one of the coolest stories that they could do is the crisis on two Earths and just basically change out Watchmen for the Justice League and that would be fucking amazing. But who knows what the high-level execs over at DC and WB have in store. But I really think that they're missing out on a lot of money. They have so much potential. They have so much fucking work. It's already done. Just fucking have somebody write the script. I don't get it how they fuck up all the time. And this is coming from a DC fanboy, but you know, whatever, I digress. Continuing with the DC news, Sylvester Stallone casting has been confirmed by James Gunn. Earlier, Sly, Mr. Sylvester Stallone, went on Instagram and revealed that he had landed an undisclosed role in the Suicide Squad sequel. He had posted a video on there confirming that he was headed to the set of the Suicide Squad to film a scene for the upcoming movie. However, shortly shortly after that, Sly took down the video from his Instagram page. Then, Mr. James Gunn, the director, went ahead and took to Instagram and posted a picture stating his enthusiasm for getting to work with the great and seasoned actor Sylvester Stallone on the upcoming sequel. So, in essence, just confirming what Stallone had done. So, I wonder if the studio was like, yo, 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 keep that shit on the down low. And at that point, James Gunn was like, ah, fuck it, we've already, he's already revealed the hand, so let's just fucking dive into it and hit the, the zeitgeist. I have two more DC updates with a very big one, the one that I like the most of the two, HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984 coming directly to HBO Max, ladies and gentlemen. Big news, it's going to get released on the same day, December 25th, 2020, being released in theaters, being released on HBO Max for free if you have HBO Max. So this would be a great time. I'm not sponsored by them. No, I'm not. It's just fucking a great thing that can honestly give Netflix a run for its money. It has such good quality stuff on there. It's HBO, people. I'm telling you, fucking hop on the train. Hop on the train. A Warner Bros. press release confirmed the film will be available for one month and then stay in theaters after. HBO Max subscribers can watch it from the comfort of their own home. If you have ever considered the streaming service, now is the time and it only costs $14.99 a month. Again, this podcast and its host, highly recommend it. No, we are not paid to say any of that. We just fucking are fans. 
That said, HBO Max and WB, if you'd like to throw in a sponsorship, please send us an email at nerdnostalgiapodcast at gmail.com. Let's chat, baby. Let's chat. Let's get in the mix here. <laughs> Continuing on with a little Justice League-ish action here. Joe, and I'm going to butcher your last name, bro. Manganiello, Man- Manganiello, Manganiello. Shared on his Instagram the Nightmare Deathstroke look from Zack Snyder's Justice League coming up movie. The movie will have over two and a half hours of unseen footage, folks. It's going to be released on HBO Max 2021. What have I been saying? DC, HBO, they fucking partnered up. Smart, smart. That look, by the way, go to our Instagram, check it out. Looks fucking dope. Definitely give it a go. Some kind of sad news here, guys. Um, According to a few different sources, David Hemblum the actor who brilliantly performed as Magneto on the X-Men animated series, passed away November 16th at the age of 79. May he rest in peace. What a great character. That is a lot of our childhoods. Just a wonderful voice and voice actor. So very, very sad. Um, Kind of continuing on here with the sad news. We are going through two more things here, guys, and then we're going to wrap it up. The first one is I'm not sure if you got into this show, but I recommend watching it. It does end on a fucking cliffhanger, so kind of sucks. But um, Gillian Flynn's apocalyptic conspiracy thriller, Utopia, that's the name of the show, found on Amazon Prime or Amazon Video, whatever they call it, uh, which recently just only debuted back in September. Uh, It got mixed reviews, mediocre reviews, but uh, they fucking canceled it, guys. So it didn't produce enough for them to continue and want to carry that on. So sad, sad, but you know, it's just one of those things, you know, they opted to cancel the show. Truth be told, I fucking hated the main protagonist, I guess the, the, the girl, I forget her fucking name, Jessica, Jessica Hyde. That's what it was. Uh, I disliked her character. Um, the actress did a great job because obviously she made me not like her, but yeah, I just didn't like the way that, uh, that character was written, man. But yeah, the show has uh, has been canceled, so just one of those things. All right, our final news here. We're going to end on a little DCWB kind of action. Not because I'm a fanboy, but because this is just super interesting to me. A petition to kick Amber Heard off of Aquaman 2 has now received upwards of $1.5 million, million dollars signatures. It's 1.5 million signatures. So obviously this is following Johnny Depp's Fantastic Beasts exit slash being forced out uh, from their recent court trials and all that fucking debacle. This is this is big news because Amber Heard is kind of a see you next Tuesday. I've always thought that. I mean, she's smoking hot uh, and she's an okay actress in my opinion. Like, I think there's better ones out there. But yeah, the fans are not happy, you know. Um, all of that just was was nastiness and... I think it it salted and and just really put a bad taste in the fans' uh, mouths. So yeah, 1.5 million. Uh, Google it. You can look it up. Their goal is three million. I don't know if the uh, the studio is going to listen. I personally would. You could easily replace Amber with Amelia Clark, who already has chemistry with Khal Drogo, aka Aquaman, 
And that would be an easy transition. You know, you white, you look like uh, Rachel from Friends. You white, you look like Ben Affleck. Hashtag role models. That's where I get that from. I'm not being racist. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. But yeah, no, seriously, I think you could totally replace Amelia Clark with, or Amber Heard with Amelia Clark. And um, and yeah, you wouldn't, people wouldn't even bat a fucking eye. And I think people like Amelia Clark more than they fucking like Amber Heard. But anyways, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Shout out to all the Instagram comic book fam out there, the comic community. You guys are the best. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Drop that five star. Help me grow this audience, guys. Help me and Trey and Brian grow this audience. We fucking love this. We love doing this with you guys. All right. Thank you very much. Catch you on the next episode. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.